0: And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally,
1: celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
0: How do you know this?
1: That's what I do. I drink and I know things.
0: Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French
1: Broadcasting from the live network studios
0: in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at QuizzoPodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. She me over and I guess she thought I was all right.
1: Deja vu. All over again.
0: She said, no, not no.
1: All right, episode 78. If you thought my...
2: 77 was fast, folks.
1: Wait till you see 78. But they're going to get this a week later, so they're not even going to know that it's right on the heels of 77. So we're yeah, just yeah, breaking yeah, the fourth wall for yeah. all you people. That's how it goes. Welcome it's to the baby. Quizzo Trivia Podcast. It's cool, baby. On its own, it's good. 78, year we were born, man. It's a good year. The year of
2: our Lord. There you 19- go. 78. 1978.
1: Right under the cutoff of uh, millennials. Right. So, <laughs> no. you know, did we discuss that on the air?
2: Yeah, we're Generation X. Generation we, we X. Fall. Which growing up, I always thought that they called Generation X a little bit older than us.
1: Yeah, well, 1968 to 1980, so that's when you got to have been born. So, yeah. like we, you know, we're right on the edge of uh the edge of that. So, good on you, Generation X. Save the world because God knows we need it. All right, well, let's dive right into the Quizzo Trivia podcast. I'm going to start you off with this trivia question, Nick. It's an over-under, so you got a 50% chance of getting it right. You want to talk about deja vu, there's deja vu for you. 50% chance of getting it right. How much? Over-under, $100. How much does it cost to charge the average cell phone for an entire year? Oh, it's got to be under $100. Nick goes with under. You are correct, sir. Nice. It is under $1. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that can't be. You're it's,
2: telling me I'm spending $100 charging Well, that's to why
1: I want to see.
2: How many people go over? Yeah.
1: Sure. Well, it's going to be a fascinating uh, study in terms of it, what it, people think. Because well, people will be looking at their electric bills. Well, what's funny is you, right, so
2: you get your electric bill, and I don't know what yours is. It was like
1: $400 last month. But oh, any, God. But
2: anyway, uh, but then you see these appliances, and you're like, the refrigerator—it's like this will cost you twenty-seven dollars a year to run. Yeah, you know it's, it's amazingly doesn't... low one, but so I don't know how the numbers get so high. I think I just have every single thing turned in, turned on at at
1: once, all the all time. the time. Yeah. And just too lazy to figure out a mechanism to not do that. Or I don't even know if it's lazy. I just,
2: I just remember growing up and it was like, turn the light off, turn the light off, turn the light off. And I said, well, like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and It's that's not going to be like that's that. That's true. I got everything plugged in. It's all turned on. I got a light in my garage. I never turn it off. I'm not worried about it. Because I go back there anytime time night. I don't have to worry about it. That's right. Two refrigerators. I agree. It's right. 64 degrees outside. I'm running my air conditioner, <laughs> <It's like laughs> well, a pool, a sprinkler. You, I don't know. It's just it's all on all the time.
1: You're literally all over that question. So yeah, it's less than a buck, folks. So yeah. you know that's good. That's good news. There's Keep one charging. back for you. That's yeah. right. Two
2: fifty a month for your bill, but it only <laughs> less costs less than a dollar a year for yourself. Less than a dollar a year to charge it up. All right. Did you see who played his final concert? A 20 minute bicycle ride from where he grew up. Who just played their final concert uh, and what he said, I'm a 20-minute bicycle ride from where I grew up.
1: Didn't see it, so I'd have, you know. Okay, I, right, he played I could, it. I can throw a guess. Okay. If, or are you going to tell me where?
2: I was yeah, going to tell you I, where he played it. Yeah, go for it. Corona Park, Queens. Ooh. Played his final. Well, the, the last concert of his final tour. So he didn't say, I'll never perform live again. He said, I'm not touring anymore this is my last tour. Billy? I hope it's not Billy Joel. No. Oh, thank god. No, he grew up uh, in Long Island. That's Oyster Bay.
1: The... Yeah, I know, but a 20-minute
2: bicycle ride? Right. It's from Queens to Oyster Bay. No. Not <laughs> making it in 20. Minutes. <laughs> if you hop on a subway maybe. You
1: know? Take your bike on the subway. Corona
2: Park is the is the clue for this to you. Corona Park. Think of Corona Park and who would sing about Corona Park?
1: Who's got a song? I don't know.
2: Queen of Corona.
1: Oh, no way. Paul Simon?
2: Paul Simon. He's
1: calling it a... Calling He's calling it a, a touring day. career.
2: Yeah, yeah. Didn't he lose somebody in his band that was very close to him recently? Maybe. I think is what it was, and he was like, kind of like, it's not the same. Without... Uh,
1: do you know who his wife is?
2: Edie Brickell. Yes. Who absolutely. she came up and did play tambourine on a song or something or introduced something.
1: I like that they're together. I feel like they're that's a good fit.
2: Did you see the send off he gave Art Garfunkel? <laughs> no, didn't even mention him. <laughs> <laughs> the only, thing he, the only thing he did to refer to him was uh, when he went to sing "Bridge Over Troubled Water," which was what Art uh, song Art used to sing. Yeah, I, I know he got up and said, "I'm taking this one back." Nice, and that was so the only a reference to, to. He's Garfunkel. done with Garfunkel.
1: The Apparently, talentless... they did
2: a montage, though, like a video montage, and Art did a. Has anybody ever seen
1: Bob Ross and Art Garfunkel in the same no. space? No. Okay, are they related? Art Garfunkel's just
2: painting, right? <laughs> <laughs> pictures of the happy outdoors, little trees, happy little in the, trees in the, in the yeah, distance. Yeah. So anyway, any guess at the last song? The last song that Paul Simon
1: would play. Oh, at the end of his. Please list, tell me it's song. I Know What I Know. It's not. Oh, that would have been the best. It would have been the best if our intro <laughs> song was the last song. I don't know what happened. You just get everybody happy. That would be great. You know? Uh, was it a Simon and Garfunkel song or a his yes. song? Yes. Okay.
2: It was actually their first hit. He ended with their first hit, and it is a fitting, even though not one of my favorites. Fitting. Uh, he also uh, announced that he hated the 59th Street Bridge song, Feeling Groovy. Really? Yeah, I think he played it reluctantly, saying that he hated the song.
1: It's always interesting when that happens. Yeah. Uh, when that, that happens. dynamic learn, happens, yeah. You learn that a guy just didn't like that song. I always assume the ones that have the one hit, you know, that are touring on it, they are just so to, tired of that dry. hit. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, think of how many Gin Blossoms, uh, oh. you know, like, I don't want to play Hey Jealousy but. once more in my life. Or do they get excited every single time? I almost Does think Tommy as a band,
2: don't? it's a goal to get big enough where you don't have to play that hit.
1: Yeah, but that never happens. The cr- like, County
2: Crows, they don't play Mr. Jones every night. Yeah, that's true. So like you get to that yeah, level where you put out enough albums and you can put I, enough songs I, I out. I don't but, feel
1: that way about the Cannon Crows. That, I know that's their biggest I mean Pearl hit.
2: Jam definitely is at that level um, where they don't pay, You know
1: they're in a different class altogether. They're in a they're, but like
2: the Smashing Pumpkins, they have to play their hits. If you want to see Smashing Pumpkins, and they didn't there play is no particular hits. song
1: they have to play though. If they didn't play 1979 one night you're going to live. You're not There's throwing fun. the seats outside no, uh, no, down? because they got 10 songs. They've, but they better play Bullet with Butterfly Wings if they don't play that. I think they play
2: them all. Without, without looking at a set list from this Smashing Pumpkins concert tour, which I wish I had gone Guns N'
1: Roses is a good example. They can leave one or two of the hits off every yes. time. They have such a huge yes. catalog that right. you don't
2: so, even... So, yeah, but they're, they're in that upper... Le- that's what I'm saying. Pearl Jam, Guns and yeah, Roses. Yeah, yeah. At a you get level. to that level, you don't have to
1: play all your uh, hits. Paul Simon's definitely at that level. Oh, way, yeah. Well past that level. You might yeah. get an artsy concert that he feels like playing that night. Um, I mean,
2: if I want to see Paul Simon, I want to hear his ten biggest Simon and Garfunkel hits, his five biggest hits that were on his own, and then the whole Graceland album.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, seriously, if you could put together a that's really... a set list, that's what you're hoping for, but it doesn't go like that, I'm sure. How long is he playing? I'd like to know. I'd like He's to see done. Him be... Oh, that's it.
2: Yeah, it was his last concert?
1: No, that was his last con- but I thought he was on his last tour, but that was the that last was his last concert.
2: concert of his last tour. Uh, yeah. Must
1: have been a hard ticket.
2: I, you know who I think went? Uh your boy Hein. Hit him with the Hein. Oh, yeah.
1: Well,
2: I think I gotta... he tweeted something about how
1: I've seen him. I saw I saw Simon & Garfunkel. What year? Uh, with my dad and my friend Rachel and whoever my dad was dating at the time, on their reunion tour at the Meadowlands. Oh, okay. So they came back and did a reunion tour uh, when they reunited and did a whole bunch of shows. And uh, I, it was visually speaking, it was incredible. Um, musically, it was really like poor acoustics from where we were, so I didn't really feel like it was, you know, like so, And everybody's sitting. Yeah, That's so weird. A-
2: a- anytime a concert, uh, anybody's sitting, it's just about.
1: But, but it, visually speaking, they put these huge screens on, and like every song had like its own music video playing behind it. Hmm. So like when they did the Fifty Ninth Street Bridge, which they did, uh, you see all the you know the scenery, and then it was like them growing up, and you know family pictures, and all kinds of stuff. So you know, it was very, it was the most feel good. thing I wish thing he had I've played at Jazz Fest.
2: Like that would have been a good environment to see him.
1: Yeah, I like to see him just jam out. You know what I mean? Like he's he was such a brilliant guy, but he was so constricted with the Simon and Garfunkel thing because you knew he would he was not doing that out of...
2: Didn't he do Louis theme to that show? You know, and I never, I still have never watched that show. That morbid. Hor-
1: Horace and uh, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, Horace and Pete. Didn't uh, he do the theme uh, to did, that? He did. So he had this piece of music and he didn't know what to do with, and it didn't make any sense for the show at all. But Louis asked him to write the theme song, and he's like, "Well, I got this piece of music. I haven't been able to do anything with." And he's like, I'll take it. I don't care what it is. Just to get
2: Paul Simon to do your. Sure.
1: And like you watch it and it doesn't make any sense. And the piece of music doesn't fit into the narrative of the show on any level whatsoever. It doesn't even have any words, except at the end when he sort of mumbles Horace and Pete. Huh. But Paul Simon wrote the theme song to one of my teams. So screw you. That was pretty smart thinking. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question here. Uh, Founded in 1862 and based in Omaha, Nebraska, what railroad is the second largest system in the United States? Man. One more time. Founded in 1862 and based in Omaha, Nebraska, what railroad is the second largest system in the United States?
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Why are you asking
2: me this? This seems such a... uh, uh, It's a a huge...
1: Famous, famous thing. All
2: right, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to figure out why. Why would I know this? Oh, you know the name. You What's throwing me off is because Berkshire Hathaway is in Omaha and they own uh, a
1: railroad, but it's not related. JoJo Siwa is from Omaha, Nebraska. That's where I am as a dad right now. Those of you out here know JoJo Siwa I don't is know what you're talking about. Your daughters are better people. Is it Amtrak? It. it is not. Oh, it is Union Pacific. Okay. Union Pacific Railroad. I was reading about Jesse James robbing things. So I was okay. like, I'm going to learn about railroads.
2: Because there's th- there's some train company I remember uh, Warren Buffett investing in. and Well, the Union
1: Pacific is all West Coast. There's nothing on the East Coast. So they're still using that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Never, it's yeah, the second largest realize. freight hauler in the... Yeah, I
2: didn't even realize I was still in, in service. Oh, yeah. It's in I was service. thinking of like the, Bur- the Northern Burlington something.
1: I don't know. We got rail lines everywhere, folks. All right, let's move on to sports. Okay. Yes? Okay. Um, This just came across my radar recently. Touchdown, Eddie Brown. Antonio Brown's father was a star in what league? Well, touchdown, so we're going to go with football. You figure right now, right (laughs) off the bat, I'm giving you the fact that that Antonio Brown's dad also played football. was it Arena League?
2: The Arena League. All right, all so, right.
1: touchdown Eddie Brown has the Arena League record with 303 career touchdowns. <laughs> you and, gotta love the Arena League. And he's never played. Uh, he never played in the NFL. How about and, that? And they say he's the greatest non-NFL football player ever. Really? Yeah.
2: And I don't think most people realize that Antonio Brown's dad was an athlete.
1: No, and the especially don't re- people realize that Antonio Brown's dad played in a league that still exists. That's going on, like, 27 years. I mean, he could just get his dad's I neck down touchdown Antonio Ron trying to bring a team to Atlantic City. Did you yeah, hear that? I've heard that yeah. for a long time. For a long time. So, see if it ever happens.
2: Is it Jaws and Bon Jovi? Are they still partners? I have no idea.
1: Okay. I'd be fine with that.
2: Doesn't Bon Jovi own the Philadelphia soul? soul.
1: Yeah. It's all about soul. Arena League is a blast. It's a blast. It's so much fun.
2: All right, how many career 100 RBI seasons does Bryce Harper have? How many career 100 RBI seasons does Bryce Harper have?
1: The only interesting answer is if he doesn't, but it can't be possible. He's been over 100, I, I would think, many times. But I don't know.
2: Do you like this question better? In his seven seasons, how many... 100 RBI yes. seasons does Bryce Harper have? Seven. One. Ooh. Yesterday, he, he, he got his 100th cracked. RBI for the first time. Wow! He's when he won injured. the MVP, he hit 42 home runs at 99 RBIs. <laughs> wow. First that's, 100 RBI season for him.
1: Yeah, you know, In a contract whenever you year, ask that kind of question, it's zero or one. I and wanted over, zero. Yeah. That's where my head was immediately, but I was like, It can't is be possible. You want
2: Right. Who wins the MVP without 100 RBIs? Ah, That's amazing. Hack Wilson's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing. 100
1: more RBIs than you. Your name's Bryce. Bryce. All right. Uh, Who has the most completions for a quarterback in NFL history? Well, my man
2: had it. He did. Until yesterday.
1: Yes. Not yesterday. A week from yesterday.
2: Oh, was it two days ago? A week <laughs> two days ago, because uh, we're in the future. Fourth Ooh. wall. Fourth wall. Fourth wall,
1: right. Yep. So nah, I think we'll now
2: it to belongs to Dinker and Dunker Extraordinaire. Brees Plays in a Dome. Uh, Brett Favre did it in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, people.
1: Wisconsin.
2: Do you know what Wisconsin is like in the winter?
1: <laughs> yeah. People are bouncing. Ten in the-
2: of the ten drunkest cities in America are in Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: That's how. But they also the have exceptional. Yeah, they have <laughs> exceptional per capita earning, though. So they're very productive drunks. Oh yeah. You know, yeah.
2: we've been through the whole. The thing. cheese. Yeah, they've been very through the impressive. whole thing. Highly but they educated. But they also have completions. Highly yeah. educated.
1: Uh, but it's much harder to complete drunks. a
2: football. Much. In the NFC Norris Division much. than it is to complete a football. Much harder. So anyway, Drew Brees is
1: now. Drew Brees. All right, you got one more sports question before we move on to geography history.
2: Yeah, sure. I can get another sports question together for you. Let's see if you know this one. Who set the NFL record by having 38 receptions in three weeks? Who set the NFL record?
1: Michael Thomas. Yes. On pace for almost 200 receptions this year, which would shatter the record. Which is Drew Brees' Which uh, is my question back to you. The record held by whom? The most catches in a single NFL season. Megatron. <clears throat> Wait a second then. Hold on. Most catches in a single NFL season, which Mike. Right, so that record is...
2: got broken, so let me just think of who, who broke that record. Oh, gosh, was it, like, Wes Welker? Mm-mm. Nope. Most catches in Antonio Brown? Nope. This record definitely got broken, and I just didn't see it. So I, I used to know the answer to this. At one point, it belonged to Art Monk in our lifetime. Yes. It used to did. be a big deal to get 100 catches in a season. Fitzgerald? Nope. Is it like one forty something now? Is it that high? Is that what we got up? One forty three. Yeah, one forty three. Okay. Uh who had a hundred and forty three? Antonio
1: Brown's second, by the way, so it's not like you're you're off, but he did not break the record.
2: All right. Um
1: He also is fourth, Antonio Brown. Is second and fourth? Second and fourth. And Julio Jones is uh tied for second. Oh okay. Both at one hundred thirty six.
2: Okay. Yeah, I remember this 140 yard catch. Season, Wes Welker,
1: which was a good shout, 123. Yeah, I think he Calvin had, Johnson had one 122. Point. Yeah,
2: they were breaking each other's record. It was a like 122, and then Wes Welker got 123, and then Welker's Antonio Brown again got
1: with 122. Yeah. Chris Carter's on that list at 122 with a whole bunch. Brandon Marshall's at 118. Who could have had the 140 year though? Oh yeah, 2002. Oh yeah. Oh, it was
2: 2002 this 2002. record was oh, set? I said that was more recent than that. Nope. That's why I was missing. I had this at uh as being more recent. Uh two thousand and two. hundred and forty catches in a and season. Thomas is on
1: pace to shatter it if he keeps up. You know, he's got ninety five percent catch rate right now. He's <laughs> he's only missed two targets. Some
2: unbelievable. Yeah. Thirty eight out of forty mm-hmm. targets. Oh wow. Thirty eight out of forty. Best receiver in the NFL? Right now. Yeah.
1: You know, but it's one of those things where is there a Roethlisberger effect? You know, sure. If he took away Breeze, yeah. what would it But I like Teddy Bridgewater, so I think he could step in and is the exact same type of quarterback. Super accurate. So they got some protection there, and I think they got a plan in place to pass the torch to Teddy. How do I not know this? This is driving me nuts. Played with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Graduated from your university. Oh, Marvin Harrison? Marvin Harrison, 143 receptions just, 2002. I don't know how the hell I didn't know that. There you go. That, One of the greatest receivers I, of all I can time. I have a blind spot like that for something like that. No, nah, I get it all the time. Are you kidding? I Just the two states, the Texas. <laughs>
2: yeah, but how did I not blind know spot. Marvin Harrison had 143 catches? I, I knew the record was in the 140s. How did I not know it was Marvin Harrison? Uh, I don't
1: know. Herman Moore is number five. I love that. That's an old shout. 123, Herman Moore. Your your, your days growing up, hating the Lions, I'm sure. He went to Virginia. I remember when he was drafted. Um, Okay, got one more sports, and then we'll move on. Or no, no, no. Let's uh, we'll get it out to geography history. Throw your best geography history my way. My best geography
2: history or your worst. I'm not really partial. Ten points each. I got you here. This is a good one. We got to make it quick. I got a ten point each for you. Slobodan Milosevic. (laughs) Yeah, I know him was the president of what two countries? Ten points each.
1: Okay. Uh, Slobodan Milosevic. Is there a
2: better name for a bad
1: guy than Slobodan? Yeah, so uh, Bosnia? No. Not Bosnia. Uh, I mean, it's in the Balkans. And... uh, He got himself in a lot. Serbia? Yes. Serbia?
2: So Serbia is where he really came to, like, worldwide fame for the atrocities that he committed. Right. But before he was the president of Serbia, he was the president of... Croatia?
1: Or what's the border?
2: No, it was a larger country that got split up.
1: That's, Yugoslavia? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, so there you go.
2: The answer would be Serbia and Yugoslavia were the two countries he's president. Yeah, he
1: ethnic cleansing, I think, yeah, he used. It's, it's not a it good, was the term associated not with it. Not him. A good guy. If, yeah, you don't want cleansing ever, <laughs> ever right to what you're doing no, to people. You're not cleansing. <laughs> That's called ethnic murdering. Yes. There's no cleansing. Yes. I hate that that term even exists. Cleansing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no good. All right, I'll give you something far lighter. <laughs> <as much. laughs>
2: Hey, you're the one that turned that into ethnic cleansing, man. I was just, <laughs> I was just about you, Slobodan. Oh, you asked it. Like, <laughs> he, like the guy was
1: just, you know, had an interesting record associated with him. Like he was Oh, I say he's president. a bad guy, bad guy. You don't say that in the question. <laughs> you just ask a question. It's like Hitler. Slobodan. I, I skip your Hitler Does questions. he go
2: for Slob as a nickname, or is he Don? I guess he's
1: Don. Uh, call me Don. Don't call don't me Slob. Don't call me Slob. Uh, you're, Slobo. You are on Actually, you're on <laughs> death list now. Slobo. Um okay. Got one for me in geography history. I got one for you. The, the tallest it. United States monument is what? Uh the tallest United States monument.
2: What is bigger, the Washington Monument or the arches in St. Louis?
1: The arches in St. Louis. The arches in St. Louis. Nice. Is the number one. Have you ever been in them? In them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking me that question? You right. know exactly where I've been when it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should mention, at some point in time, Nick, myself, and a friend of ours found ourselves at the Monument's base in the middle of the night, the night after the Kentucky Derby in 1997,
2: right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've definitely told this story on the podcast.
1: 1997, and there happened to be. Prince William, the horse. Uh, the Prince William, the horse, and a half a bottle of vodka, and a friend. With a short bladder, and that was my first <laughs> time at the yes. Gateway Arches. And they're However, very tall. I very also tall. went back to the All Star Game in St. Louis. Uh, that's when you went in. And I went in them, and gotcha. I took the tour, and I I did the uh the whole little run there. So no, I just defaced. It's the base. It is tall. harrowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They from, put from you in far this away thing. too. It's really tall. This I puts mean, you. This puts huge. you. I'm saying when you go in that little cart and it brings you all the way up to the top. You feel like if this thing gets stuck, I'm going to die here. Oh, I'll give you a. You know, it's horrifying. Have
2: you been on that wheel that they built on the steel pier in, in uh, Atlantic City? Have you seen not go this on thing? That. So I go on the wheel with my daughter, and the guy's like, All right, three times around. We're the only people on this rock. There's <laughs> <laughs> nobody else on it. It fits 500 people, right. which is me and yeah. my daughter. So he goes, All right, three times around. So I'm like, All right. He sends us out there, he stops us at the top. Without telling us that he's going to stop us at the top, so now I'm stopped at the top of this thing, and I'm I, and I, swaying and I'm back looking and around forth. and I'm thinking to myself, I'm "This s- ain't Six Flags, man. This is like somebody built this in Atlantic, know, Atlantic City, <laughs> City
1: on some dude's pier." And it's really. Right. You know I'm, the co- you know the government officials in charge of making that, sure that's, that's safe. what I'm saying. I'm
2: like I'm looking around. There's three rides broken down on the pier that I'm looking. i <laughs> I'm like I'm yeah. like who's in charge of inspecting this thing? And all this stuff's running through my mind. What if
1: that guy gets distracted and walks away from his job at a moment? Does anyone even know we're up and I'm here? Like, what if they just shut the immediately? Lights? I'm like, there's no way the fire department can get up here.
2: Oh my! Like, like what? Like what, well, what? what's my recourse? What is my what? Yeah.
1: So, Always go up on those things anyway, with food. Um, a um, day's supply. I did it, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I live <am> <laughs> to tell else. about it, and that is it. That's the end of it. Yeah, I I am not going to be rushing to take my daughter up to the top of that thing. She doesn't want to see that thing. Trust me. It gets worse <laughs> I'm over time. Still,
2: yeah, I, I, I still get nervous thinking about it.
1: All right. Uh, let's move on to entertainment because we do have to uh, tidy up here and, and get through this one. So we're trying to give you as much content as possible. Not a lot of fluff this time, but. Probably good for all of us involved. Uh, the slogan for what video game is gotta catch them all. The slogan for what video game is gotta catch them catch all. Catch
2: all. Pokemon?
1: Pokemon. All right. Why sure, do I know that? I, I don't
2: know. Because that missed me gotta entirely. Know. I never did the Pokemon thing, and my kids In, don't do the Pokemon same thing. Same
1: deal, but, you know you got to ask trivia questions outside of our own wheelhouse from time to the time. The crazy so thing I about thought, Pokemon
2: yeah. is it's the most valuable franchise in the That's history right. of
1: all franchises. franchises. Yeah, it's like a three-way joint partnership that almost... Uh, that these three groups that developed that own... I was reading about it. Nintendo's obviously one of them. But Nintendo owns the exclusive trademarks. So they, these other like inventors get a, a third of like what it gets. But okay. the trademarks are exclusively owned by Nintendo Corporation. So, Pokemon...
2: All right, so if this is it, right, we're down to... I
1: do love that Richard uh, phony phone call where, like, Pokemon go, and he calls that, like, redneck, and he's like, I got a squiggly thing in your... your... Can I just go in the backyard and grab it? There's a. (laughs) There's (laughs) this
2: guy, like, I'll go shoot you. you.
1: I will shoot you on my lawn if you come on my lawn. He's like, but in your living room, there's a Jigglypuff, and I just want to go in and get the (laughs) Jigglypuff. The guy has no idea what he's talking about, so it just sounds super crazy. All right, what do you got? Entertain Me. All right, what movie marked the first time in
2: 16 years that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get top billing? So for 16 straight years, Leo got top billing in each movie he was in. What movie marked the first time in 16 years? No, it's
1: not The Revenant because he's the only one in it. Right.
2: Him and Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Starring. It was
2: before Red. Starring. It was before the Red.
1: Bear. Okay, it's Django Unchained. Yes, yes. You got that pretty easily. Yeah, because he had a bit part. And, and it was, right. It was totally... So many stars in it. Yeah, and Jamie Foxx was, was like... He was the star he, of it, yeah. He was in every scene for two hours and 45 And he had already minutes. won an
2: Academy Award right. at that and time. And Leo so.
1: came in for a bit part. Yeah. It, it wasn't like the focus of that. He had like a specific... He was amazing in it. It was probably one of his most crazy roles that I've ever seen him do, but uh, it was definitely a bit part. So, all right. Uh, this is how I got two more. So we got to got something I'll, I'll
2: dig something up for you I can do.
1: What movie features the Catalina wine mixer? What movie features the Catalina wine Juan Mixer. I know,
2: the Brothers. Right? Step
1: Brothers, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. I read somewhere... Every time I want to cross
2: that guy off my list, he'll make a movie that's great.
1: And it was like, I was done with
2: him, and he made that ice skating movie. Yeah, Will Ferrell. And then I was done with him, and he came out with Step Brothers. It was a fantastic movie. Yeah.
1: All right, so this is the best. I learned that I think it was the Cubs when they won the World Series. As soon as they got in the locker room, the first thing they all yelled was... And
0: Catalina wine mixer <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I, I don't know why I, you found, imagine? I don't know why I found that so funny, but I was like, that's just What that's... was it a hundred and eight years yeah. without a World Series
2: <laughs> and they celebrated the Catalina wine mixer? You know that's how many great.
1: different movies had the Cubs winning the World Series before the Cubs won the World Series? Like there's a movie oh, like right. Mr. Destiny with like uh Belushi and he's he, he, like, you know, his whole thing was the Cubs winning the World Series, sure. like back to the future. I love that movie. Back to the Future 2. Well, a lot of
2: Jim Belushi things because he was a big Cubs fan. Sure. So,
1: uh, but he's like, they're never going to win it in real the... life. I might as well just make a...
2: What's the toes... What was the movie where you play Spencer Barnes?
1: Spencer Barnes.
2: Spencer Barnes. Uh, is it Taking Care of Business?
1: Yes. Let's see.
2: It, it's my favorite Belushi movie. And he finds um, yeah, Charles Grodin's yeah, uh, of file business. of facts back yes. in the day when all your credit cards, numbers we're all on this file of facts.
1: Absolutely. Taking care of business. He
2: escapes from prison. Yep. Like for a day. And and all the prisoners have like a riot so they don't <laughs> so he can come back cuz he's supposed to get released from prison like a week later. Right, right, right. So he breaks out of prison cuz he wins tickets to the Cubs in the World Series on the radio.
1: I remember that. And he is yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
2: So his toast was to and the Cubs winning the World Series. I don't know if you remember it or not. I
1: vaguely do. Okay. So he's He definitely has played on that theme before. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mr. And Mr.
2: De- Destiny is another one of his
1: Yeah. Films. Yeah, absolutely. I like him. He's. A, he's yeah,
2: uh, I loved him then. Like Those movies were great as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they hold up. Nah, I haven't
1: seen it in a long time. I love Grodin,
2: though. Anything oh, Grodin, I
1: fantastic. I can watch Grodin all day long. Beethoven. Roll over. That's a good one for the kids.
2: The one with uh, De Niro. Midnight.
1: Midnight Run. Midnight Run. One of my favorite. Grodin. That is absolutely my favorite Grodin movie. Yeah. I can't think of a better movie. Well, to me,
2: it's Midnight Run and then Taking Care of Business.
1: Sure. Well, De Niro is unbelievable in that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got? One more, and then I'll give you my final one, which I got super into last night again. All right.
2: Uh, Do you watch that HBO show, Pretty Little Lies? Is that what it's called? Pretty Little Liars.
1: Maybe, I something like so. that Yeah, Reese Witherspoon yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, I know it, but I don't watch it Never seen it
2: uh, What California co- This is It's set in this town So that's why It was just interesting too What California coastal town Hosted the first major Rock festival in
1: 1967 Monterey Yeah, Monterey The Monterey uh... Uh, well, now they have the Monterey Pop Festival Pop or something Festival. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in But
2: before Woodstock. Yeah, wasn't there, in like,
1: when there riots at, like, one of them, like Rolling No, I think Stone? you're thinking of Altamont. Yeah, oh, Altamont. That Raceway. was a different one. Right, okay. That was the largest one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, so this is the final one we'll end with on uh, episode 78, and since I was born, I did a whole bunch of research on this movie uh, and kind of placing it, and I remember, did we have a conversation about, uh, about the, uh, well, you know what, I'm going to ask the question first. And then we'll have the conversation. Who fought in the final match of the 1984 under 18 All Valley Karate Tournament in California? The final match. The final match. Who fought in it the was, final uh, match? Of the 1984. Johnny. Give me the
2: names. Daniel Russo and Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking it down. That's, that's my. Wheelhouse. The Karate okay. Kid.
1: Absolutely. So. Yeah, did we have the conversation on air or off air about the fact that he moved from New Jersey? Ralph Macchio's character moved from New Jersey.
2: Yeah, we did. We, t- okay, we, we talked about that. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I I just watched last night the original trailer to the Karate Kid, followed by the first episode again of uh, uh, Cobra Kai, and like I think I'm gonna go into Cobra Kai. I yeah. think I think I'm gonna watch it. It's
2: good. It's worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good.
1: I don't know. I th- I I enjoyed the Karate Kid so much. Oh, and, yeah, it's uh, such a great movie. I recanted me. the story to somebody of my brief meeting with Elizabeth Shue. Have I ever told you that story? it would be the last yes. thing I say on the air. If yes. I said it on the air, yes. Did we talk about that? We did. Okay.
2: Your neighbors, you know, my friend Steve yeah, yeah, that we dropped in on
1: in that first trip to St. Louis. That's yeah. who we visited at Washington University in St. Louis. Yeah. Remember, gave us like food. It's yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'll hook you guys up across the street from him. Elizabeth shoe lived. All right, man. Episode 78, Memories one, of Elizabeth shoe This has been the Quizzo Trivia
0: Podcast. Visit us online at quizopodcast.com for more information. Yeah.